Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa Show. Okay, everybody, we are on to chapter 58 of the Psalms. So Lisa, go ahead. For the leader, do not destroy. A miktam of David. Do you indeed pronounce justice, O gods? Do you judge fairly your children of Adam? No, you freely engage in crime. Your hands dispense violence to the earth. The wicked have been corrupt since birth. Liars from the womb, they have gone astray. Their venom is like the venom of a snake, like that of a serpent stopping its ears. So as not to hear the voice of the charmer or the enchanter with cunning spells. O oh God, smash the teeth in their mouths. Break the fangs of these lions, Lord. Make them vanish like water flowing away trodden down, let them wither like grass, let them dissolve like a snail that oozes away, like an untimely birth that never sees the sun. Suddenly, like brambles or thistles, have the whirlwind snatched them away. Then the just shall rejoice to see the vengeance and bathe their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then people will say, truly, there is a reward for the just. There is a God who is judge on earth. Very good, Lisa. So what are your thoughts on this psalm? I don't understand why the psalmist is like, what, like he's wishing like negative things on people. I don't like that. Well, I think what he's doing um, and what it says in the notes is it's expressing trust in God's power to dethrone all powers obstructing divine rule of the world. Right? First condemned are the gods, the powers that were popularly imagined to control human destinies. Then the wicked, the human instruments of these forces. So the psalmist is praying that God prevent them from harming the just. So yeah, this is kind of a this is kind of a tough one, right? And um, what, like smash their teeth in their mouths, break their fangs. Well, they've been wicked I mean, from the day of their birth, it says. <laughs> so I mean, have uh, you have you ever felt that way about somebody? You just wanted to I don't smash their wish teeth. Physical in? harm upon them. Have you never been mad at someone so much that you just wanted to knock them upside the head? Well, I don't. But you felt that way. Sure, if I don't pray about it, like, oh, God, let, uh, can you please smash their teeth in? I don't pray like that. That's why I'm, like, not feeling these psalms right now. Well, I can tell you're not feeling them. Yeah. So you're kind of bringing me down a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> for the last... But surely there will be a reward for the just. Well, there is a reward for the just, right? And there is a God who is judge on earth. Yes. And I think sometimes we... Um, so one of the things that jumped out at me... So we could talk about the snail, right? Okay. Because we both thought the same thing when we saw the snail... On the Camino, and it makes it makes a it makes a note about the snail down here. It says that a snail that oozes away, <laughs> empty shells suggested to ancients that snails melted away as they left a slimy trail. <laughs> That's you pretty know? funny. But I, I think snails are really cute. They are. are they, They're super cute. They are. They are slimy. They're slimy, but only if you pick them up. Don't pick. Well, pick you can pick them up by the shell. And that's what we did. We helped them across the way so that they didn't get crushed because uh, they take a long time to cross the path on the Camino. And so um, when we were early in the morning and we knew people were behind us, we moved them. Right, because there's some serious bikers out there that, yeah. are, that are paying attention. Or no. The wicked bikers. The wicked bikers. The, the... May their teeth be smashed in. <laughs> like, that's a terrible thing to say. Well, they were going to smash us in a couple of times if we didn't get out of the way at the last you're, minute. Yeah. The, right. They would ring their bells like a <laughs> the, half a second if, before if they got they, there. If they ring a bell. Yeah. And, if uh, they ring you it. Know, and 
and then they dusted us, left dust and everything. Oh yeah, I know the yeah. Now so. say, well, where's the justice on the Camino Lord? <laughs> you know, the the bikes should be on us. Well, I guess path. it's when they had to walk up their bikes on that rocky. Uh, yeah, that terrain. Down. Yeah. Well, most of them would end up going around. Uh, on the, on, the, the, on the road and, and taking the easy path, yeah, right. That was uh, less treacherous, unlike ourselves, right? Who walked the treacherous path. So this idea of um, judge, yeah, God is judged. What does that mean to you? Um. Well, I guess like um, well the the like judgment before we uh after we die is like what popped in my head, but um. I don't know. He's the ruler. But yeah, I don't know. What about you? But he's a just judge. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I don't, I, I know God is, um, is judge, but I, I feel like while I know I struggle with certain things, I, I'm really want to love God and do love God and want to do the right things. Well, and I think he's like super merciful. So he wouldn't right. necessarily, he, I don't think we can really understand the just judge, be, God being a just judge because I think it's his mercy is um, just non-comprehensible. Yeah, it's off the charts. Yeah, I that um, what we might think humanly is judgment is not what he does. But you know, Lisa, there are so many people that struggle with things mightily. Mm. Okay, and um, like things like they did in the past that they. Or, or things that they're are currently doing. Okay. And, you know, um, even, even just in the last few weeks, there are people that are struggling with things. And um, it can be someone who's going to church. Yeah. Is involved in ministry. And they're struggling with things that are really tough. Right? Yeah. And I think the difference is, is that we can't be transactional with God. I certainly hope that... God is not a transactional judge. Well, you know, there's 32 things you did here, and I, I only counted 31 good things, so oh, you're going to hell. Yeah. You know, he's like you said, he's a very merciful God. But I think we have to be careful to not be transactional in our relationship with God mm. because he seeks something deeper. Oh, like, oh, I have to say intimate. my rosary today. I have to, like, say my six prayers. Which is great. That kind of thing. Yeah, it, amongst other things. Like going to reconciliation. Is it just, okay, well, oh. I want to make sure I get forgiven <laughs> for my sins. Yeah. Or I'm going to go to Mass because it's a Sunday obligation. Yeah. yeah I mean, Like we routine. Can, yeah, routine, transactional. Mm -hmm. But are we growing in a deeper relationship with God? Are we seeking to... Uh, meet him or let him express to us a new understanding of how we can be in relationship with him. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, our faith is so rich and God is so deep, like you said, that everything we do should draw us into a deeper, intimate relationship with God. And I think it's like about praying, like for God to open our hearts to him more fully, uh, open ourselves up to his graces more fully, to his love. Um, like encounter in encounter, they tell us that like when, or for instance, like um, Father Matthias said that when he goes and he's ministering to people or he's le he's gonna be um, celebrating mass, he'll pray for him for God to allow him to love the people. So right. um, those are all things that we can do if we're struggling with being transactional. I think because those are all things that open ourselves up more fully to God. Yeah, I definitely don't want God to be transactional with me. Right. I yeah. want him to be transformative. Yeah. Um, 
I, I want an intimate relationship. And I think the biggest place that we miss that intimacy is, is, is in the Eucharist, right? Mm. When, when we, when we, I was thinking this past uh, Sunday, I was like, oh my goodness. Cause I'm kneeling up there, right? Yeah. I'm like, Jesus is, I'm kneeling right in front of Jesus yeah. right now. Yeah. And he's saying, just like the last supper, this is my body, which will be given, which will be given up for you. Yeah. And so it's just like when you really understand what's happening, yeah, it's mind blowing. That's it, yeah. That's funny that you say that because I don't even remember where I was. It was like in the last two or three days. So, um, but anyway, um, like I just remember like looking at Jesus um, on the crucifix and him saying like, "I did this for you." I, you know, I, I've done, and if you were the only person, I would, I did it for you. And if I needed to, I would do it again. So that's pretty cool. And, 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 in a lot of ways, it does seem like he's doing it again and again and again. Because yeah. his mercy is just constantly yeah. pouring out from the cross, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like never stopping, supernatural, all of time, amazing stuff, the way he loves us. So yes, he's often referred to as the judge, but I think mercy, you know. Yeah. Right. His divine mercy is beyond what we can imagine, like yeah. you said. Yeah. And I think we begin to experience that divine mercy and a, and a, a greater divine understanding when we enter into a deeper relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So our challenge for our listeners, Lisa, mm-hmm. if you are just going through the motions, mm-hmm. if you are just going through a routine, stop. If you have six things that you do, well, maybe break back it down to one and just spend that same amount of time on that one scripture, that one reading, that one decade, whatever. Yeah. Spend more time and ask God, how are you trying to speak to me? Yeah, I heard somebody say that um, they would do one decade of the rosary a day so that they could more fully sit with it and really meditate on the mystery rather than trying to rush through five and just getting it done to get it done. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like yeah. I, I love the rosary we did out here on Saturday with mm-hmm. the you know mm-hmm. Love Life and mm-hmm. Loss Retreat mm-hmm. um, where each decade was dedicated to some of the uh, their former spouses yeah. and the entire uh, rosary was you know um, dedicated to their situation. The memorial rosary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very beautiful. And I think you're right. That's a perfect. Just slow down. Yeah. And encounter God. Mm-hmm. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm my personally. See you next time. Bye.